0: Hey guys, this is Brandon. Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, We got a chance to uh, hang out with Kurt Fletcher when uh, Daryl and I were uh, doing some shows in Albuquerque, New Mexico um, earlier uh, this last month. So anyway, we wanted to get this podcast out. One thing you're going to notice about the audio quality, it's going to sound a little echoey just a bit. It's not bad. Hang with it. Good content. Uh, anyway, it sounds like we're in a hangar a little bit. Uh, we're just hanging out in a barbecue shop. Guys, let's get into this podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Daryl Felsberg.
0: I'm Brandon Davidson. We're both professional comics and we travel the country telling jokes. We don't
1: always get along or even see eye to eye on things, but we've got two things in common we're funny and we love barbecue damn right each episode we meet up with a comedy friend or a celebrity and some of the best barbecue dives in the world and we record it live food and funny it doesn't get any better than that this is comedy barbecue hey everybody i'm daryl hey i'm brandon this is uh... comedy barbecue we were we are in uh... Albuquerque, no. Well, sort of. Sort of, yeah. We're in Bernardino slash Rio Rancho. What's the uh, what's the area code here? Five oh five. Bitches. Five oh five. Five oh five. Everybody knows that. Uh, we are at the Stackhouse Barbecue. Uh, where we are uh, getting ready to enjoy uh, I've already got mine yours is on the way it is our guest is on the way uh, but I'm being patient being a gentleman mm-hmm. so we were in uh, we, we were told that we were. We have to get shout outs there's a lot of shout outs we gotta give first of all so many. let's start with LaShonda Lester yeah. uh, we lost her last night uh, comic in Austin in
0: yeah.
1: uh, front of this person in Austin we saw, you and I both saw her Funniest comic in Texas in right. Arlington. Mm-hmm. She just signed a deal to do a uh, Comedy Central special. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately lost her. Now she had some health issues, so to her family, uh, she her did. Condolences. I
0: mean, that's a that's a heavy hit to uh, not only Texas comedy, but I mean, I think she was really about to sort of make her name known outside of Texas. Um, unbelievably talented, yeah, and uh, uh, just
1: such a unique voice. When so. I talked to her in Arlington, very sweet, funny. Kind of had that. She had that tough. You know, uh, typical. I don't want to say black lady vibe, but you know, she kind of had that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you in your place, but yeah. I love you at the same time. And Very Detroit. She had a D- Detroit background, and um, but man, so
0: nice. In uh, 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 just looking through my Facebook feed today, um, just sort of overwhelming how many people that she had touched, um, and
1: uh, and yeah, and better yet, let's say this: How impressive is the comedy community when it's so divisive? Half the time, where we're just we're constantly uh, we're very jealous of other people's successes. Often, you know, even though we we don't want to be, but we still go. Gosh, I wish I could have had that shot. We see that, but you're watching them come together. It's a terrific thing. We also uh, we lost Don Rickles just an hour ago or two. Mm -hmm. Uh, He uh, he passed away. That old uh, hockey puck. Yeah. So now that we got um, what? Oh, there we go. All right. Oh, got some more. What is your name? My name's Daryl. Daryl? Daryl, meet Daryl. I'm Daryl. I, I seen your card. Oh, very good. This is my uh, brother Larry. My uh, okay. That's me. There we go. Nice to meet Larry. Nice to meet Daryl. And- Larry. I'm Brandon. It's crazy how this is working out. Yeah. So, nice to meet going. you. As well, you bet. Okay, enjoy. We will. Thanks, buddy. You're really going to like that. I hope so. I th- I'm sure we will. Thank you very much. So we lost Rickles today. We lost that. But we, uh, then we got to get a... Okay, let's turn positive. Put the sunshine on. All right, none of this nonsense, none of this negative, you know, stuff. Uh, we got to give a shout out to uh, Chris Frizzo, I believe he asked at the Inn of the Mountain Gods. DJ Frizzo. DJ Fri- Frizzo, Frizzo, as mm-hmm. uh, a uh, a, a large Native American gentleman we met at court last night. He's Apache, proud Apache, proud Apache. He gave us a story about the Navajo and uh, how they they don't like uh, they don't like them. I didn't understand that. I, mean, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that history before, so I, I appreciated him telling. I you learned that. a lot last I night. Too. I also uh, learned that there were thirty two people over the age of seventy there who uh, were there to see us and, and the new digs. They got some mm-hmm. new digs. So shout out to the End of the Mountain Gods uh, Club Forty Nine. The LOL. I don't know which name. They have so many names. They do. But, I love that room, they, mm-hmm.
0: and they recently uh, remodeled it. So, uh, if you're a comic, you should want to yeah. stay there. It's a
1: fun little spot. Good old um, Dave Tribble or Eric Yoder. Mm-hmm. Give them shout outs at Funny Business and Tribble Run. They're putting us up. We're going to uh, Santa Ana tonight. The Star, another casino, do a show there. This is my fifth year doing this this run, I think, and um, second my, time with you. Third. Third. This will be third. Yeah. Welcome. Mm-hmm. Two more, you get a uh, a robe just like Out Live*. You're nice. five timer, and you do the entire show in a robe, bathrobe. Um, I can't wait! Can't wait! That's uh, I don't think anybody can. So uh, we're in a real Rancho, and we've uh, now. Is there any other business? Any other new business we need to tend to? No, I think you got it. Mean, let's get let's get Kurt in here. Let's, let's do, do that. Let's <laughs> give a shout out. Our guest today uh, is a um, he's an Albuquerque comic by by birth, I guess. Sort of? Is that true? Um, I started in Albuquerque, yeah. Okay. Uh, You started in Albuquerque. Your beard started in Denver. It's it's still there now. And uh, (laughs) it's long, long (laughs) and red. Kurt Fletcher. um, I think I I met you probably through Jason Russell. Is that a fair statement? Is that true? Um, Maybe not?
2: uh, I heard of you through Jason Russell. Okay. Um, So he he was the one that told me to contact you. Okay. And uh, I did that gig what did a show in the um, East Texas. yeah in East yeah. Texas
1: terrific funny
2: um, yeah so that's where I met you
1: that's where okay Yeah. I thought I I thought I thought we'd work together elsewhere
2: uh, no I think that was the only place you so know what far. show's over let's go let's do this yeah, Just wrap up it up. sorry guys yeah, wrap it up <laughs> I wrap thought up. I was someone else yeah I really I, oh Kurt Fletcher oh
1: <laughs> 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 I was looking for Kit Fletchenstein yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not even a comedian I'm
2: not yeah. a baseball announcer oh wouldn't that be terrific did you see that show last night
1: well, Brockmire? You know, Brockmire? Uh, Is no, that what I've made heard, you I've think heard about heard
2: that? Uh, yeah, I keep seeing the previews for it. Well, I, I, I know, yeah. that's all I've seen, and, yeah. and I'm kind of interested. One of my buddies saw the first episode, he so said it was really funny.
1: Yeah, I think it, it premiered last night, we couldn't watch it, we were on stage. We were this close to saying, we'll watch it on our phone, like through DirecTV Now yeah. or whatever. And, while we're on stage. While we're on stage. <laughs> they didn't mm-hmm. care. Mm-mm. Yeah. They were all 80 and stuff, so. Well, Kurt, glad you're here. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, you, you guys. You, are, you
2: don't live in Albuquerque now, though. Um, I really don't live anywhere. Uh, hmm. I'm just kind of floating around right now. Just road up. Uh, I've been staying with my girlfriend in Oklahoma. Right on. Okay. Yeah. In Oklahoma? Norman, Oklahoma? Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Better uh, sooner. That's right. Lots yeah. of
1: tornadoes there. A lot I of that. Yeah. That, was a, that was one of my... I was in Oklahoma City week before last. And oh, yeah. The western half of the state was on... This is a bit I told on stage. I'm, you know when you do that pandering, that meandering nonsense, <laughs> yeah. trying to connect with a few people uh-huh. that may or may not like you? And uh, I remember saying, um, you know, the western half of the state was on fire, with wildfires everywhere. Then they had tornadoes that day in the eastern half of the state. That same day, in the central north part of the state, they had two earthquakes. Jeez. And yeah. then the rest of the state was littered with Toby Keith bullshit everywhere. <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that got a huge laugh. Some people clapped. Well, they enjoyed it. <clears throat> for fans right of up. fans of the S-Town
0: podcast, <laughs> uh, <laughs> John B. McLemore would let you know that, yeah, Oklahoma, it's in
1: trouble. That, it's the armpit of the goddamn country, <laughs> I tell you what. <laughs> Have you listened to that, S-Town? Uh-uh. Oh, sweet Jesus. John B. McLemore. Look him up, friend. No spoilers. mm It's nope. totally worth your
0: time. It's about, I don't know, about seven hours of your life you can knock it out in a day and a couple drives yeah. good storytelling man
1: yes fun. it is yeah yeah we a lot. okay so you're living in the in the uh, okc area now yep norman you're you are a, a road dog yeah i, I see uh-huh. your schedule you're you're running around the country doing comedy everywhere yeah um, this is my
2: first week off and a little over a month I you came guess. here to see mom uh well i came to uh kind of house sit for my mom while she was right. on vacation okay so you nice.
1: did not see her at all
2: <laughs> I, saw her, I saw her on Thursday. I'll come to your house. Then you I had to there? drive to Denver the next day.
1: you go going to Denver? What, do you, what, do you, what are you doing in
2: Denver? Oh, I went to, I drove to Denver, met up with a friend, then we drove to Casper, Wyoming for a gig. Oh, nice. And pretty then good. next week I go back to Denver, got a few gigs up there, and then go to South
1: you Dakota, say gig, yeah, you mean uh, well. Dimebacks, is that what you're referencing? Selling, yeah, absolutely. just <clears throat> crisscrossing this country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get your pot legally. It's the epicenter yeah. of... Uh,
2: it's pretty nice to walk into a pot store and just... Just buy, buy whatever. You, yeah. You know, I'm not i I'm not a pot
1: smoker, um, but I'm fascinated by the whole culture of it. Yeah. And the fact that there you can just walk in something that's been so taboo for so long,
2: uh-huh.
1: it, you can just you can walk in and go excuse me walk in and get what you want how you want Yeah. And then from there, so I didn't know it was illegal
0: for a long time. <clears throat> Both of my parents <laughs> sold pot, yeah. still do, but like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, uh-huh. my top two drawers in my dresser were just pot. <laughs> And so, like, I didn't realize until I was in like late elementary school when we would have police officers show up that it was a big deal. And I was from then on, I was convinced
1: that <clears throat> they
0: were working me as a source. Are you
1: being Are you being comical right now? No, because no, let's talk about to- this.
0: totally serious. Okay, like I remember like legit, <coughs> legit phobias of like sh- being in the shower and going, yeah. like, "I'm going to open the shower curtain, and they're all going to be right there, like guns drawn,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> like alien." Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Okay, my parents weren't dealers. Uh-huh. They were hippies. Right. And my dad loved it. And my mom, she, I only caught her one time partaking in it late, late at night when I was supposed to be been in bed. They were in the living room. And um, I would say most of my memories are of my parents smoking. Really? Yeah. Okay. So my dad would have it hidden in things in the garage and then <sighs> have black electrical tape around it yeah. so it would stay fresh. Uh-huh. And I would find it. So here's a funny story. And in, in the backyard, we had an olive tree growing and my dad built a planter around it. And... In that planter, there were some pot stocks that were growing, and um, so my friends and I were back there playing basketball, and I recognized it, because they were teaching you in school, you know, that Nancy Reagan had a good grip on us, uh, uh, and were telling us to just say no. Just say no, guys. You know, the D.A.R.E. program (laughs) was keeping us in check. Sitting on Mr. (laughs) T's lap. That's right, (laughs) giving the good vibes. So I told my mom, I said, Mom, I think there's some pot plants. My dad worked on an offshore rig, so he was gone a lot. Oh, that's funny. So my mom says, well, show me what you're talking about. I showed him to her, and she goes, well, let's leave those here, wait till your dad gets back and show them to him. <laughs> dad comes in town off the rig, and he goes, your mom said you found some marijuana plants in the backyard. I said, yes, let me show them to you. I'm very, very, you know, I'm going to, Dad, look, this is a crime. It's right here. And my dad said, well, okay, well, don't do anything with them. You've done a chalk outline right <laughs> He's like, uh, don't do anything with them because. Um, they are you not. Know, no, he said, I think what's happening is the neighbor behind us <laughs> is jumping the fence and planting them. And so uh, I need. we're going to need this for evidence. Mm-hmm. So dad goes back on the rig. Two, three weeks goes by. We're out there playing basketball, stocks are getting pretty tall. They're doing well. So <laughs> I go, you know what? I don't want my family to get in trouble. So I, me and my friends pull them out of the ground and put them on the driveway and grind them up. <laughs> about two days later, my dad comes in off the rig, apparently at night, and uh, goes out to check his, uh, his crops. Sativa. <laughs> and uh, wakes me about six in the
0: Hey, guys. Brandon again. Dude, I don't know what happened. I don't know if our batteries died, if the HD card got corrupted, uh, if we should just go fuck ourselves. Anyway, in the middle of Daryl telling a story about him ripping up his dad's marijuana plants, uh, the podcast crashed. So we tried to pick it up as best we could, but hey, you're totally going to notice that we skipped ahead a topic. Our apologies. If you want to hear the culmination of uh, Daryl's story, uh, you need to talk to him. So, yeah, whatever. All right, back to the show. Okay, so if if you had to pick one movie from the 80s or mm-hmm. later, I don't care if it's the 90s, that's okay, but you had to completely remake it, had to do a hard reboot on this thing, gun to your like head. Like to make it better? Yeah, or just make it yours, make it different. What movie would you decide to remake? Or modernize? Okay, I'm with that. And who would you cast? So, what what would be an '80s or '90s movie um, that you'd be totally down for? Kind of like late '70s. Okay. The reason I thought about it was because you know you know we we've redone a bunch of movies right now. Yes, we have. Uh, okay. It. If you've seen the preview mm-hmm. for that, that preview looks great. I'm pretty excited because the TV version with uh, Curry as Pennywise, Stephon Curry. Yeah, <laughs> Stephon Curry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, was was. He was the best part of it. Other than that, it was dog shit. Um, as a, I don't as even a remember that movie. much detail
1: about it, other
0: than being scared the fuck out of it. <laughs> yeah, man. But this looks really good. I'm really excited for it. So um, it made me wonder, like, if you could even pick just a comedy or whatever, um, what's a movie that you would just want to do a hard reboot on? I, for me, I think hard. I would do like uh, Trading Places. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know, I think. It's uh, such, such a good movie. Um, I, <laughs> why are you putting your beans way over there? Because I'm gonna spill them if I'm not careful. No, eat
1: like I'll get them bit. in a
0: second, oh well. We had, um, what did you eat by the way? I had uh, a bunch of sliced brisket and some sausage. Sausage. Sausage was okay, they, don't, it, they obviously don't make that in house. Um, but the brisket, I thought the brisket had a good flavor. Like, I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, the brisket's really
2: good. The texture was good. I was fine um, with it, yeah.
1: yeah. <clears throat> turkey. I had turkey. How was, was the slide. turkey?
2: Nice. It was good. Good.
1: Yeah. It, it kind of... It can be dry if you're not careful. Right, it wasn't dry, so we were, we were good. <clears throat> good. Um, but I, I like it when it's not a... I like it when somebody takes a bone-in breast turkey and smoke it. Like, when I smoke it at home, that's how I do it. Mm-hmm. And then carve it off there. It has a different flavor. Then when they buy it... Already cut out of the yeah, and then and they smoke them that way. Yeah, it's not bad. It's good, you know. But it's better if it's if it's on the bone. I I'm see. always
0: I'm always real leery of bones uh, turkey at a barbecue place. Now what? I don't know why. Well, because they yeah. smoke
1: it at 200 degrees for six hours. Yeah, you know, 250 degrees. So that, that scares you because it's poultry. You're right. Right. Okay. So movie wise, sorry, I didn't mean to get off track there. But I was concerned about your beans, um, dude. I don't know. Maybe maybe. Meatballs because it was done. They made this, this, the the series. Yeah, you know, or the the sequels. Uh-huh. The sequels were so poorly done because Bill Murray had nothing to do with them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but the actual show itself and the whole this will be what happens at summer camp and the kids acting up. It's got, it's got a fun premise. I know it's been done multiple times, but a little more risque, a little more fun, but not trashy risque. You know what I mean? Not like just it's full of titties everywhere. Mm-hmm. I, I want it yeah. to. Be, Kind of like funny. old porkies or something. right? Yeah, something funny. So I don't know. I, it's that's a hard pull for me, but I'm gonna have to go with that if that helps or not. And if it I does, do. Okay. It's Fine. As far, mean, as, as far as who would do it, it's gonna be Ryan Reynolds. No, I don't know who I'd put put in it. I don't know. I've seen. I've had enough of him. He's pretty. He's. He's actually a damn underrated comedic actor. He is, yeah. and I don't, I don't. I don't need him or Zach Efron running around. That little son of a bitch could knock it off.
0: No, what did you? You were telling me what's the latest movie that he's in? Mike and whatever Nita. Mike date. gave me the wedding date. He, you listen. You're listening to the soundtrack because you were wanting to find first. A certain song, we'll fuck song. yourself. <laughs> just outed you on the podcast <laughs> but you were looking for a certain song and what did you say you said Zephyron
1: did like half the songs when I looked through the songs and the did credits did Yes, he did. <laughs> he, puts, he yes he did he makes his own names for people We yeah. so tried to just send to Ryan Reynolds but fucking alliteration mm-hmm. doesn't help doesn't help um, yeah like he and Adam Devine had song credits for just about every song on that album oh wow they were singing this, like two or three like there's one piece where he sings you are so beautiful to his sister you mm-hmm. know well they have that as a full song and he's got songwriting credits to it if that son of a bitch gets a Grammy he gets somehow gets some iTunes money off that yeah it's, it's infuriating you know you, you, he's already good looking he's already healthy you know he's fit you know we're all fat eating shit and, uh, and our terrible road comics. <laughs> and this asshole is going to get you know, all this other... No, I'm not, I'm not casting him in meatballs. You let him know. Tell us camp that. I'll let him know. Do that
2: for me. He's probably listening, right? I He's think he is.
1: Yeah. Him and Adam to find both are pounding a table out of anger because we just... Damn it. Yeah.
2: What about you? What do you um, think you do? Okay, here's what I would do. Yes. Because uh, I was like when the dorky kid gets the girl, you oh, know? who doesn't, right? Uh, so here, I would remake Big... I'm but so on board right now. when he gets big, he would go back and bang Cynthia Benson. Teach her a lesson. Right? Okay. Do you remember Cynthia Benson? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, he wasn't tall enough to ride the ride, and mm-hmm. she was with Derek, who had a Rob. car. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Fuck that guy. I never understood why he didn't do that in the first place.
1: Yeah, maybe it was because he was a kid. Because he was a dumb kid in, a, in, a, in an adult body. Still think yeah. like a kid. He just had balls all over the place now. Yeah,
2: that's long true. Yeah. Who, would,
0: who would you... Uh, who would you put in Tom Hanks' role?
2: Uh, probably his kid. Oh, Zach Efron, I <laughs> really yeah, <brilliant>. Chet Blaze?
0: <laughs> Who? <laughs> Are you unfamiliar with Tom Hanks' other child? No. <laughs> the white rapper <laughs> Chet Blaze? Oh, man. <laughs> guys, I've opened a whole new world to you guys. I think so. You
2: Chet need... Blaze.
0: Yeah, yeah. Is oh, he a man. pedophile too? I would not be shocked. You need to just watch a couple of his music videos. He was kicked out of Comedy Central, uh, or out of, actually, I'm sorry, out of the XM Sirius uh, studios. He was there promoting something and just got just real heated. They wouldn't let his entourage in there. But he's Tom Hanks' son. Wow. wow. I mean, he's, you know, Shit, he's no please. Colin.
1: He's no Colin Hanks. Colin's a good
0: kid. Yeah. Guys, he's Colin. Got his head on
1: his shoulders. He does. With multiple heads. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I can't. I like that. I like Big. Big, big with a big with Colin Hanks. That would work. Big was the best out of all the uh, body change movies that we saw in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I really think that that was the only one I, I enjoyed.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm terrified of Zoltron, though. If I see a Zoltron, I get nowhere near it. Oh, yeah. Not touching that. I don't need that happening. It's smart. Yeah, you got to take care of yourself. You don't need to be putting a wayward body that's not going to function anymore. <laughs> some old lady's walking by, some feeble lady, probably one of our. Folks who saw our show last night, and True. she comes walking by, and I accidentally grabbed the Zoltron thing A lot of gypsies. What would you, you, what would
2: you wish for if you if you wish on one of those? For this podcast to be over, honestly. <laughs> I was thinking the same uh, thing. Something,
1: <laughs> something, something to that effect is what I would be mm-hmm, asking. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Okay, that's a good topic. One wish? Yeah. One
2: wish on Zoltron? And it's unplugged. Ooh. One so wish. you know it's going to work.
1: How yeah. selfish can you be because... Oh, you'd be super selfish. You have one. You have one. What do you want? You want peace in the world? Sure. Somebody else can do that. I'm not going to waste mine, though. Um, I'd probably wish for Pogs. I I think that's just a... Fat-ass white girls. (laughs) P-A-W-G's. P-A-W-G's. I think that's Pegs. <laughs> I think it's, if you're Minnesota's Pegs, yeah. Peg also lives down the street and around the corner from mm-hmm. us too. Yeah. She's a nice lady, that Peg. Mm. I don't. Uh, I don't know, man. I hate that. I hate that stuff where I have to come up with the definitive <clears throat> answer. I can tell you this is how I th- This is what I do because I don't know I, anyone. Because I'd like to. All right, if I had all the money in the world, I could redistribute it equally. Within reason, so Jeez, that everybody. Slow lives. down, Bernie. <laughs> well, not quite like that. I don't mean like like redistributing equally, but like no. but give everybody a wonderful life. I would do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that'd be um, awesome. Boats for everybody. DVD. What's that? <laughs> give
2: everyone a uh, it's
1: a wonderful life. Yes, <laughs> <yeah>. yes. <laughs> I want to give them that uh, a, probably in uh, an Apple TV so they can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would want everybody to have uh, you know, all the, the seasons of Bones. Oh, my wife loves that show. I can't. I can't get. I, I no more shows about death. Eight. Is that a rule? Is that what you'd wish for? That's, what well, I guess so. That's it. That's all I want. I don't want any more true crime or fictitious crime. Yeah. Just nothing but comedies. I want state-ruled television just like in North Korea, but it's all comedies. I love it. Seinfeld 24-7. Boom, boom, boom. Did you guys know that, like,
0: I'm a big, I love Seinfeld, um, but I didn't realize that Steve Bannon made the overwhelming nope. majority of his money off Seinfeld syndication.
1: No, I had no idea.
0: Wow. I had no idea. <laughs> he he, he, he was was like this guy impresses me every day. <clears throat> what? This oh, Steve me? Bannon character. Oh, Steve. They were talking about me. I was like, I'll take that. no, no, Steve Bannon, This horrible. dude. This dude. He. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this dude. He was a lawyer when like Price Westinghouse or some company was uh, uh, selling <sighs> off assets, and they sold off part of Castle Rock, Castle Rock Entertainment, yep. and he goes, oh, I'll take that as my fee, and he did. He took I don't know how many points it was, whatever. But so in perpetuity, he basically gets syndication to Seinfeld
1: Wow. No idea. That's a pretty good deal. Sweet deal. Did you try these beans? Yeah, they were good. It's pretty spicy. Uh-huh. Yeah, about to lose a butthole here in about yeah. a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to blow, blow a colon out woman out. Blow an O-ring. <laughs> I hate seeing it. That's a, good, that's a good line, but everybody knows where it came from. Uh-huh. Well, that's, where did it come from? That's uh, Tom Arnold. Uh, with Austin Powers in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. oh is it? They're drowning the guy in the toilet. Who so number
2: two work for? Yeah,
1: Who's number two work for? That's right, over and over, over. Tom goes, hey, man, just hang in there. We're going to get through this together. You're about to blow an O-ring. Oh. Something to that effect, yeah. Tom, Tommy Arnold. All right, do we have another topic? Last topic, and then we'll
0: get out of yeah. here on this one. Uh, being on the road, driving around, I like a good soundtrack. I like a good uh, music to listen to. What's your kind of go to uh, road jams? What's your soundtrack? If you had to pick a CD to listen all the way through, or there's a song you're going to play with uh, people in the car when you're driving on a road trip, what do you pick?
1: That sounds like a Time Life series commercial.
0: Road <laughs> jams, when, 21 CD collection. Road jams, when you're driving across this great country on Hang 360.
1: <laughs> 38 specials at the end of the gods tonight. So, so
0: hold on, Loosley! <laughs> no let go. Yeah.
1: So they had Felsberg and Davidson the night before, and then the special. thirty
2: eight special, like driving yeah. to get, get a casino. 30th yeah. special, thirty yeah, special, <laughs> yeah, they're listening to yeah themselves CDs. And they're listening to their own stuff to make sure they remember God, it. What are the lyrics to this song? <laughs> I don't know. Go backwards. Start with Kurt. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What what's your what's your jam? Um, I like to. Oh God, that's a tough question. I got so many different CDs in my car. Um, like just just the other day, I was listening to Alice Cooper. Yeah. Love Alice Cooper.
0: So I'm in your car. You and me are driving to a gig. <clears throat> you want to just give me a slice of what Fletcher's all about.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: a slice of Fletcher?
2: Yeah, I'll give you a slice. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I listened to uh, this guy, Dax Riggs, who used to sing for Acid Bath.
1: What? Um, Here we go. See, that's why, that's why I allowed him to go first. Yeah, oh, yeah I like that. Acid it.
2: Bath was like, you know, kind of death metal style uh-huh. uh, from the 90s, like... Um, but his, his solo stuff is like really, mellow. Real yeah. Like, you know, you can get stoned to listen to it. It's pretty good. Huh? Uh, yeah, I, I love him. I've seen him, uh, in concert three times here in Albuquerque. Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff.
0: So for me, I'm a sad bastard. So yeah. I would probably go, uh, if I'm driving by myself, it's a ton of like Pedro the lion, David Bazan stuff. Uh, his new album is great. Um, if I've got other people in the car and I want to be nostalgic, man, for me, there's not much better than throwing in like Counting Crows, August and everything <laughs> after, just Hell all comes yeah. flooding back, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: it's typically podcasts I listen to. If it's when it comes to music, I wear out my children, especially on Tom Petty. I adore Tom Petty and his and his repertoire. His his library is so big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every other song you listen to, you go, I know that song, even if you're not a fan. Yeah, if absolutely. you're a listener
0: of this podcast, you know that in a previous episode, Daryl said if he could body switch with a musician, he would pick Tom Betty.
1: That was once. What, what, who was the other one? The other Dave one was Grohl. That, was it Dave Grohl? I think so. No, 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 no. Dave Matthews. Oh, Dave, Or, Dave, uh, Dave or Dave Jack Matthews. Johnson. He yeah, might yeah. even wear pants without shoes. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that was the catch. That's yeah. who I would choose. That I could just live that way. Uh, no, I just, I enjoy Petty. It's easygoing. It's rock. Did you it's, see
2: the documentary on Netflix about him? Yes, four freaking hours long. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch it. Like, I like Tom Petty, but I don't know if I like him It He goes
1: much. all the way back to the uh, traveling libraries and before. And
2: wow. It was good. I enjoyed
1: it. He's one of the few dudes, like, when you're listening
0: to him and you go, oh, there's a Tom Petty station. I think he's
2: so underrated. Like You yeah. sort of he, get it. Yeah. yeah.
1: But here's the thing. He's transcended from the 70s. The 80s, the 90s, he even and today, he and today, he matched, he matched <laughs> with the videos in the early 90s. Yeah. He kept
2: up with everybody. Was that in oh, this documentary? No about his video
1: because his video game was strong and
0: strong. there was
2: one video that scared the shit out of me when I was a kid was it oh, the Alice in Wonderland yeah, one yeah well, <laughs> don't come around, around here no more she turned into hey. a cake yeah. don't come around here no more I saw that when I was like six or seven. I like, oh, that's right <laughs> <laughs> they're cutting on the, just her head
1: yeah. mm-hmm. it's the, you look at it you go boy it's poorly done fall into a K yeah. hole yeah <laughs> that's 1990-ish 1989-ish so uh, but I I enjoyed listening to that my problem is is that um, silence is a pretty good friend too on the road because windshield time helps me think. I work out yeah. bits Yeah, and work out bits. Mm-hmm. But when you start getting fatigued, you start getting tired, and, uh, or your blood pressure drops, and you wind on the <laughs> road, mm-hmm. as I almost did the day before yesterday. And uh, you, something, I have to have something that I can connect to and enjoy singing. Uh-huh. So I, I get in this habit. I just did this to Brandon, in fact, in the car. I listen to whatever concerts I've been to in the last 24 months. So mm-hmm. if you go backwards... You know, um, I took my kids to see Everclear. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were doing a summer jam tour or whatever so and it was at Billy Bobs, so it was in this really tight environment, but tight like the kids say it or intimate. ah, <laughs> uh, both okay <laughs> it was tight and right and yeah. didn't let any light uh, uh-huh. I did I just made that up. there was uh, but Joe, you know, we were in the you, you had lit and sponge before, and even though they you know they played a couple songs, you know, oh, you know, I enjoyed those one or two songs, you know. And then you, and then I saw the Cure. Um, Who else for, was on this? Hold on, you skipped over he's one band. <laughs> okay, he's no, no, no. I, oh. I, I, no you f- it live like the kids are saying. <laughs> no, lit like the band. <laughs>
2: Just
0: lit a- you're being f- a faggot right now. <laughs> no,
1: I there you are.
0: no, I love that. I love
1: that Sugar Ray was there because I probably <laughs> oh, would have watched them. Uh, Sugar Ray was the headliner, but I, we which makes to sh- no sense. They were the headliner. No, he's no, he's no, a that showman. Makes total sense. Does he's it? a he's a showman, dude. I we went in. Okay, <sighs> we you okay. never know what's gonna happen with Everclear. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay, oh, yeah. Everclear it was was killing it. Art was doing great, and to introduce Everclear, Mark McGrath comes up on he's stage. He's kind of hosting. Yeah, and the room is about three times the size of this room, so the dance floor type area. And so we're down there. Mark McGrath just he introduces, "You guys ready for Everclear?" Yeah, and he jumps off stage right next to us, and you know you high five Mark McGrath, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, touch his frosted tips and, yeah. and uh, <laughs> let him walk and on his hair. Oh, he's yeah. a handsome fellow. <laughs> And uh, he's like a Ray Liotta look you know. Mm. Every, when I see him, I think of a healthy Ray Liotta. So he, he, he goes <laughs> up. Everclear does her thing. I look at the kids. Are you guys ready to go? You know. Well, yeah, okay. They come on and they play. It doesn't matter. He, he plays his hits, and he's such a showman. And he's got everybody talking. And he's buying shots for people in the crowd and stuff from stage. You know, the lady comes out and then she's selling shots. He's like, hey, buy them, buy them a shot, buy them a shot. I didn't. I don't care for him, but he was a good showman. Yeah, you man. know, I, I was um, at that time after he played the first time song or two. Me and the kids <laughs> went over to see the the bands, and we got to talk to Art from Everclear for a little bit, and, mm-hmm. and they were they were very you know, uh, courteous. But I'll listen to those songs, and then um, you're talking about the Cure also. Yeah, the Cure. We we were joking about that in the car. The Cure uh, was like a four hour show, and Robert Smith probably had three and a half hours of it. And he did six encores that pissed me off. Because Jeez. you count off the hits. While they're playing, you go, okay, he hasn't played this. He hasn't played um, Boys Don't Cry. He hasn't played uh, Pictures of You. He has not played uh, In Between Days. He has not played Friday I'm In Love. He hasn't played Love Song. You're going, what the fuck? What is he doing? You know? And I'll say, good night, you people. And then he walks up, <laughs> and then everybody claps, and then he goes, okay, one more song. And there's three more, two B-sides from 1979. And then uh, he does uh, Friday or, you know, or, or Love Song, and then he disappears again. I'm like, okay, he's over. I tell him this, but he's still missing four big hits. And then I started putting two it together. It's like, oh motherfucker, he's going to save <laughs> one hit per encore, and he's going to do this to us Milk all it. night long. So I immediately texted uh, Jimmy Pardo. He's a he's a Cure fan as well. And he was going the following week, and I and. Um, he said, "Well, don't tell me what the, the set list is because you'll ruin it for me." And I, okay, but I told him I said, "Just be ready. Break you're your going zone. to have six encores after the first two. Just sit down, you know." And then, like a week or so later, I get a, a text back. Just Jesus Christ, you were right. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I apologize. But it was it was a good show. So I listen to those songs, and they keep me awake because I can sing to them. And that's what, yeah. You roll the windows down, and you keep nodding off as you're trying to get to that shithole gig. The and next, was, yeah. So. Is that our last topic? That's it. How's that for combo? I loved it. Fantastic. Those beans are rough. Yeah, man.
0: Those are strong. Those are strong. I probably shouldn't have went back to them.
1: (laughs) I will. will, And I'm I'm afraid I'm just, I'm going to blow a colon. I'm afraid. Yeah.
0: I mean, basically, it's just chili powder for the sake of chili powder. That's what he
1: said. He said there's beef in there and there's beans. He goes, and then there's chili powder, red chili. That's the overwhelming majority of what's holding those beans together. Uh Oh, I think so. Okay, Kurt, so we're going to um, – whoa, you got a bracelet on. What's the bracelet for?
2: Oh, it's the University of Iowa thing. Uh, are you a, uh, an alumni? No. That boy. But boy. <laughs> are, you, are you from Iowa originally? Yeah, I grew up in Iowa.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, very good. All right, so uh, you, you're paying allegiance to your home state.
2: Yeah, me and good. Tom Arnold are both Hawkeye fans.
1: Fans or from the area. <laughs> he, did he go to college or
2: no? He went to college area. Oh, did he? Well, yeah, fan- fanatical. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Beyond fan, then, he's an alumni.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Don't put yourself in the same category. He's a fan for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Is he? I, I don't... You know, oh, yeah. I was supposed to work with him at the Funny Bone in Shreveport, and I was the feature act, and they said, yeah, you're going to be featuring for Tom Arnold. And, uh, oh, terrific. This will be fun. You know, I was a young guy, and I get there. Tom Arnold's not there. And instead, Bob Biggerstaff is. Uh-huh. If you know Bob, he, I he know was Bob. Like, Bob's like, you know, I've known Bob for a while. He goes, Are you, you're in my feature act. I said, yeah. I said, you're not Tom Arnold. He goes, no, I just got this as a last-minute fallout. I was like, well, where's – oh, okay. And Tom was uh, uh, was when he was arrested in Las Vegas. Uh, <laughs> That's when it was. He was arrested. He was apprehended. <laughs> so they
2: had to call him Bob. Wow. And, uh, which is pretty close to Tom Arnold. When, yeah, but, when Tom was performing at the Funny Bone in Des Moines – I don't know if you know. He got molested as a child. Oh. He went and found the guy who did it. No. And like just fucking punched him in the stomach in front of everybody at his office.
0: Oh my gosh! I thought you were gonna <laughs> say he was at the club. No.
2: I'm wow! Honest.
0: So he so w- he just happened to be playing in town. He was playing in Des Moines. <laughs> he, tracked he tracked the, the guy down. Tracked
2: the guy down. down yeah. <laughs> Told everyone at his work that he was a child molester and everything. Wow.
1: <laughs> Why isn't that in the news, Mort? I don't know. How long ago was this? Do you know? Guys. three weeks ago tops
0: no. <laughs> it was, it was last night guys oh, wow that's so some steal, raw justice, st- justice. Yeah, That had to
1: be at least five years ago that's something we have to look up we need to look that up yeah. we will i'll put a link to that uh <laughs> on
0: facebook when we drop
1: this episode so you guys can yeah. read along it's gotta be a great story so okay uh, we'll cover your dates in the uh, in the break but okay. where can people find you at
2: online? uh funnyfletcher.com is my website okay uh twitter at funnyfletcher Pretty much anything. at funny Fletcher, I guess.
1: All right, Facebook. You have a fan page or a personal page? Or- I've got
2: both. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kurt Fletcher with a C.
1: With a C, not with a K. Don't need that yeah. running around here. That's right. Don't need that shit. Mm-mm.
0: No, nobody does. Mm-hmm. What do you hey, got? thanks for hanging out with us. I appreciate yeah, it. it. Yeah, you yeah, we did good. Oh yeah. shit, it flew. I know. Hey, and then I just dropped my website. I'm trying to get myself out there more, so you can go to <laughs> oh, IamBrandonDavidson.com. Nice. And check that out. While you're looking at... You can open two
2: tabs. Mm. Oh, I like have, how you can do that.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what? Might as well get a third, tab, third tab. What would you put in I would tab? put uh, darylfelsberg.com D-A-R-Y-L-F-E-L-S-B-E-R-G.com.
0: I couldn't get my name domain mm-hmm. because there's a male model player. and a
2: hockey player. See, that's what I was wondering. I was like, is it going to be the male model or the hockey player? Okay. <laughs> the
1: here's, the a little, here's, a, here's a little, uh, yeah. little, <laughs> little <laughs> trivia for you. A little darylfelsberg.com <laughs> trivia. If you can go to that website and identify the font... <laughs> Let me know on Facebook, and I'll give you a prize if you can identify the font what it resembles. A viewer, yes, ah. not you guys. You're here. Okay. Shit, I'm eligible to win. win. All right, you can go look and see. Check okay. Oh well, never know. Yeah, I'll check it out. All right. All right. So we got a, we're gonna have a pit master minute. Yep. And then we're out of here. All right. so thanks for hanging out.
2: Hey, thank you guys. Hey, stay thanks. tuned. We
1: have a pit master minute right now. In just a minute. Hang tight.
0: All right. If you're looking for more info on Kurt Fletcher, you can check out his website funnyfletcher.com. Uh, May 11th through the 13th, he'll be in Colorado Springs at Looney's Comedy Corner. Be sure to check that out. And you can find all of his other upcoming dates on his website. On Twitter, he is at Funny Fletcher. Uh, if you want to find Daryl out and about, you can go to his website, uh, DarylFelsberg.com. Uh, also, check him out on Twitter as well. Uh, and you can check him out there, at Daryl Felsberg. And then, if you're looking for me, uh, let's see. So... Uh, tonight, I'll be, which is May 4th, I'll be at Joe's Bar in Krugerville, Texas. Uh, May 5th, I'll be at uh, LMAO in Paris. Uh, May 6th, I'll be at Dar- uh, at a Dr. Jekyll's Beer Lab in Pantigo, Texas. And then uh, May 11th through 13th, I'll be at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas. So yeah, you can check out my website. I am Check me out on Twitter. At Brandon Davidson. All right, back to the show.
1: All right, we're back with uh, with a Pitmaster Minute. Let's talk about where we're at, we're at the Stackhouse Barbecue in uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. We're with the Pitmaster himself, Greg. Greg, what's your last name? Greg Jenke. Greg Jenke. How do you spell that?
3: J A N K E. Jenke. J A N K E. You put a little thing on the end of the. You put a thing on the no, end? no, no, okay. no fancy marks No <laughs> fancy marks? Where are you? Where are you from? I'm actually from Albuquerque. Okay, how long, have you been, how long have you been cooking? So, I've, as far as the barbecue, I, just, I started doing that a couple years ago. Yeah? I had a food truck, and I was doing special events and catering were the bigger things. I, I would go and park in some places, but that was a little bit more work. Yeah. You know, when they actually have a party or an event, it's a lot easier to, to cook your fresh food. Sure. It's, it's, it's a hard sell, yeah. the barbecue. Right. Uh, so, so about two and a half years. doing okay. barbecue.
1: So wow. you, you had the truck, and then after the truck for a while, you, you're clearly you're getting a
3: lot of business from it, and decide it's time to open a, a restaurant. You got it exactly it right. I, I actually worked at um, Intel for 23 years. Oh wow. And during the last couple of years, I started the truck. But so I left in June of last year in
1: 2016.
3: Man. And um, up here in Rancho, in July, we have a pork and brew. So it's a big barbecue fest, Yeah. right? So um, I went, it's, it was three days and I'm on my trailer, I put as much um, food as I could in that smoker and I sold out in, in five hours, all three days. Jeez. And, and it would have been an eight hour, eight hour and a seven hour day. Yeah. But I was done in 5 hours all 3 days. Nice.
1: Isn't that a good feeling?
3: It is. It was yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's a that's a that's a bit of uh it's somebody telling you we love everything you've done. It's a, it's an accolade. It's kind of a yeah, that's a that's a good feeling.
0: Yeah. It really is. good well, it's you. weird because <clears throat> so like with stand up we craft a joke, we go on yes. stage, yep. you tell a joke and it's you get the feedback instantly. Sure. With barbecue, that feedback is delayed. I mean you're smoking this stuff over hours. Yep. You're hoping people show up. Yeah. Then they then I guess the feedback's pretty instant. I mean they taste sure. it and they, they let like you know. It. Are they yeah. finished?
3: Are they, are they they don't? They throw it out. One or two. And then they like it. All right. And so, what's neat is they go out of their way to come and tell you. Oh They're they, like, they, they, this they, is who? amazing. You're like wow it really does make you feel good
0: well and barbecue i think is one of those types of foods that people have really strong opinions about
1: yeah that's what i was about to say it's yes it motivates it creates a, that spirit of oh you know what i need to whoever crafted this needs to know that they did it right mm. you know and, and there you uh, go. we're from texas and so we you know we, we go to the, we go to the old traditional dives we and they they don't they almost don't need are our, our, our accolades from us. Right. You know what I mean? They really mm-hmm. don't. But it's, it's, still, it's still nice to hear regardless. Um, I had the brisket and the turkey. They were good. I enjoyed right. the flavor. The texture was right. Bark on it was good. Yeah, uh, I really I, enjoyed the brisket. I right. thought it was great. It wasn't, well wasn't too lean. It wasn't too fatty. Mm-hmm. It, had just, it just right amount of moisture. It was yeah. good. really enjoyed it. Okay. The beans, uh, the chilies in there. It's it's there. Yeah, uh, those get yeah. me up. That's like, and it's one of those things where it's so spicy that you almost don't want to. You're like, oh, I that's so spicy, but you're you're like, you know what? I
3: gotta finish it. I keep going back to it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird thing. It's, Ch- uh, chili does get those endorphins going, where you're just like. Mm-hmm.
1: A little bit more. I'll take a little yes. bit more. Right. right, and then your colon has an yes. issue later on. Right? <laughs> yeah.
3: That's where we're at right now. Burns twice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so that's uh,
1: that's happening. One of the other things I noticed here at the at the uh, at the Stack House, you got this outdoor uh, uh, fireplace here. Yes, sir. And I believe there's a family of birds living in it. And I, and I and it's a, it was we had the, the, the chirping. I did hear. I heard a couple of birds. I think maybe they just were, were up came, the, maybe uh, came down the flute. Uh, came down the flue and they came back out. That <laughs> so that's another reason to come to the Stack House. You bring your kids. They come and uh, they can see the birds out here on the. It's not quite a patio. What, it's just another yeah, yeah. Closed
3: patio, yeah? Yeah, enclosed Enclosed porch. patio. Yeah, yeah. Open the doors, open the windows, let them in. You got it. For the winter, it was real nice. We had the, the fire going, and everybody, even though we have heaters, they would all kind of hang over right here, here to, yeah. the, to the fire. It's, it's to the, a real nice atmosphere. Listen to the
1: birds cry and scream to death.
3: There
0: That's you go. Real. So you've been <laughs> here, you've been... You're the owner here, and you've had this location for you've been here for six, six months. months.
3: Okay, yes.
1: right
0: now, right
3: started on. in October.
0: And you yeah. said this that there had been a barbecue place here for maybe the past 20, 30 years.
3: Yes, yeah, exactly. So there
0: was already one here. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. But oh. it just sort of went under some changes, and you were able to come in, take exactly. take that the the model you'd kind of perfected um, with uh, your style and the truck and catering, and then bring it here
3: to a more permanent place. That's exactly right. Yeah, that was that's actually why I was able to start out running when I came in. You know, A lot of people really enjoyed every, a lot of the things I was doing because I kind of fine-tuned them in the truck yeah. and had my recipes and I brought them into here and this amazing smoker does a bang-up job. Right. And it, you know, put my rub on there, put it in there, smoke it for 12 hours with oak, comes out perfect.
0: So two questions for you. So <clears throat> what's, what's a lesson that you learned in the truck that you've been able to bring here that you feel like sort of sets you apart? Um, and then what do you think is a pretty common mistake that um, just people who like to do barbecue at home, what's something we could do at home when we smoke meat that could just help us out a little
3: bit? Sure. Well, um, as far as what I, the truck itself, it's um, small space, very busy. Yeah, that's that's what I learned. I suddenly was going to the store every day, because mm-hmm. I had a small refrigerator, real small s- storage capacity. So I had to go to the store all the time. And I suddenly felt so busy as this is just too much mm-hmm. for it's the amount of money I'm making. Right. And, and if I just had more stuff, more storage, I could make more money. So then after the pork and brew, knocking it out of the park, selling out of five, five hours all three days. I was like, I, I'm just gonna have to take open, because this, the other people closed in April. So it sat here for six months empty. So that's when I was like, I'm gonna go ahead and go ahead and take that restaurant over and give it a shot. Everybody's really enjoying the food, Yeah.
1: Know? Six months, so it sat empty for six months. Yes. That's kinda good, because that, that gives it enough time to wash the old, because you don't want people coming and going, it was just whatever it was before, you know, is mm-hmm. it the same thing? Yep. No, even though they've been here for 20 years, you know, still, it's 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 you don't want to you don't want to be saddled with that. That's I mean, the past. It's your
3: show. It's your right. thing. Yeah, because that's Absolutely. been a big hurdle. Yeah, it really is. And and some people come in guarded, and they're like, "You're new, right? You're a new owner, right?" Yeah. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, that I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Yes, so what's Exactly. Your, what do you think is your signature meat so far? Your signature at, piece? At, well, there was one other. What was the? second oh, question? What,
0: what's something you think home smokers can do that would just maybe? Oh,
3: okay. Um, the thing they don't do is they don't finish the meat. Um, you know, the smoker dries it and cooks it pretty good. But if you wanna take it from the smoker and eat it, it's gonna be dry and not, and so oh, not the fat might be a little tough. Mm-hmm. So some people have a lot of trouble. <laughs> so then when you cook it to be done off of the smoker, then it's dry. Right. And so there's always this, oh, I can't make the brisket perfect. Well you, after your 12 hours, you could eat it slightly dry, the fat could be a little chewy, but you you wrap it in foil and put it in an oven for an hour. Yeah. And then that suddenly it sweats and everything becomes nice and juicy again. Sort of it. Really because yep. they'll have a bark on it, yep. so then all that sweating makes all the bark nice <coughs> and squishy mm-hmm. and everything just comes together and then even the fat itself falls apart and becomes more of a jelly because yeah. we hit it with a higher temperature because the smokers, you know, not, yeah. not quite as hot. Right. But so that, that'd be the thing is, you know, take it and uh, wrap it and put it in the oven for a little bit. And it, it makes a big difference.
1: There you go, there's another tip. Yep. Okay, so again, uh, Greg Jenkins, is that right? Yes, sir. Okay, and we're at Stackhouse Barbecue. Do you have a website? Uh, currently just the Facebook Facebook page, okay yes, sir. And you're, you're located at 4,000 Barber Loop Southeast Rio Rancho, New Mexico Give them a call, 505-903-7516 If you're in Albuquerque Yeah, like them on Facebook, stop yeah, by Yeah, do that, write a, we'll write a Yelp review Check our reviews out, we'll, we'll, we'll write reviews Both yeah. Facebook and Yelp We'll let them know what we thought, talk about these beans I will, uh, that'd f- be great my colon. Talk about that brisket Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> great. great, thanks for ha- sitting in with us yeah, Outstanding, appreciate thank it. you guys, yeah. appreciate it, it.